Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss conversations that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out. And of course, connect with us on all social media platforms at Fused Marriages. Sir? Good day. You know what I mean? I would say good day, mate, but you know. Good day what? Good day, mate. Good day, mate. That's my British accent. That's the best I can do on that. But you said, I don't know, my mind just went to, you know, sir. And and I went to like, you know, royalty all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I can make you feel that way. Yeah. We lost the queen, though. You know what I mean? So that was that was a sad event that that recently happened. Yeah. Long stand. I think she was 96, 96, something like that. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. I know she. Yeah. Had been around for a while. Yeah. That's, that's 96. That's a long, full life. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So all, any change in like regimes or um, positions is always kind of, there's an impact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So whether you're listening to us from the United Kingdom or in the States or elsewhere, we welcome you. And um, we know that all of our countries post-pandemic are in a state of change. We're in no a doubt. shift and sometimes the shifts in the world can make what's already challenging a marriage to be even more intense. Right. So we are going to be jumping into that topic today. I've also, I've often talked to people that are engaged or that are singles and they'll say like, why does everybody say that marriage is so hard? Like what, what they say it like that. That's how they mm-hmm. say it. They say people say marriage is so hard and mm-hmm. you know, what what would be your response to that? No, I mean, I think I think no, marriage is hard, right? That would be my response. I don't think I would run from the fact of like admitting that to somebody because there's challenges that come with it, right? But there's also benefits, but I think there are unique things that we could at least be aware of mm-hmm. that would help like navigate the pathway of really trying to have a successful marriage. I don't know if anybody has the exact recipe for every single couple. Mm-hmm. because we're all different, unique, different circumstances, dynamics, whatever. But I think there are some key things that we can be aware of that to say, okay, you know what? Let me put this in the forefront of my mind as I go into this or as I'm in it even. Okay. Right. Okay. Cause the, I mean, the whole idea is, is to stay married, right? We're not trying to, you know, we want to, we want families to stay together. We want yes. couples to be able to, you know, flourish. And, you know, even, even, even if it is hard still to be able to, get through it to the other side of it and hopefully being able to say, hey, you know what, we made it through that, whatever that thing is. Yes. So this is the conversation we are going to be having today. So make sure that you tune in, that you grab your boo, that you tell your friends that we are talking about, you know, some of the challenges and what makes marriage quote unquote so hard. So our, um, our first kind of, I guess, bullet point, if you will, is we are different. Yeah, we are we are different. I think we have to be be aware of that, right? Um if 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 I wanted to marry somebody like me, I probably would have to find another guy. Right? And I'm not that, right? I'm looking for a woman. You say so, guy or god? Guy, G. You have to find you, another guy. Right. Okay. If I wanted to marry somebody like me, you know, that's, you know, don't put much lotion on, you know, bald head, got to shave my got to shave my face, this that and the other. You know, like the playing in dirt, you know, cutting grass, you know, the likelihood of me finding a woman 
with some of these attributes is like it's pretty low. Not saying they not y'all y'all could be out there. Y'all may do just what I had to say. You know, I, I was with you. I was like, okay, yeah, you could find a woman with a bald head and doesn't put much lotion on. Mm-hmm. But you started talking about shaving the face and playing yeah. in the dirt. I was like, well. We wax, you know, right, no right, right, right. but okay. I feel you we're different. There's different things that men and women look for physically. Yeah, and then, yeah, absolutely. And then there are different things that we need internally. You know, there are different things that we need when it comes to our emotional uh, capacity and right. spiritual and mental. Right, um, right, right. So we do often, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I would have said it the same way, but I get your, your point mm-hmm. and, we are different. There are very real differences. And this is obviously general. And I'm not talking about like, you know, there are great cooks that are men. As a matter of fact, the um, restaurateur industry is male dominated. Like there are more male chefs. I'm cool with um, that. That's what's cool. And so I say that to say like, sometimes it's like, oh, well, she needs to cook and she needs to clean and she well sometimes there are guys that that do that that that's their thing um so we're not necessarily talking about that but there's you can't you don't want to marry somebody that is exactly like you in every way no matter how much you would say oh this would be easier no it's not because you want somebody that's going to compliment you you want somebody that's going to where you're weak they're strong and where um you know they might be weak you're strong you Mm -hmm. want somebody that can kind of play with you in that way that that part of life where you be like full steam ahead and they're like okay let's have a plan um that's that's the compliment that you want in your marriage so if you are pre you know kind of in the engagement stage or you're in the searching stage ensure to yourself that you're not trying to find somebody that is just like you because you will later be disappointed yeah it's just, i mean i don't think it's possible right i really i, I just cut, cut cut to the chase i don't think it's possible to find anybody that's even remotely close to yourself mm. right if I'm going to, well, the way I talk to my boys, I can't talk to my woman the same way. And the way you talk to your girls, you can't talk to me the same way. Okay. So that, I mean, that's even the basics of, of, of that, right? You know what I mean? It's, I mean, it's just different psychology of how we raise, you know what? I want to be an NBA basketball player. You know what I mean? You couldn't be in the NBA. You a woman. Unless you're going to be Joanna, man. They don't know what that is, but that's a movie. Go check that out. I mean, you can, you can even be, you can't, you can't do that. So even what we pursued as even little as adolescents, right, were just different, right? So the idea to think that, okay, I'm wondering, okay, why he like that? Oh, I'm mad. Why she like that? Well, you know, she a woman, you a man. You know what I mean? She want to go get her nails done and, and look and look cute. You know what I mean? Get her toes done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know some of y'all fellas do that too, but that's our business. But anyway, but like most men ain't like, that ain't in the forefront of our mind to go do that type of thing and like put money and effort toward that. And we can't be mad at y'all like, okay, why y'all over here? Why y'all, y'all getting your hair done and putting you in the bathroom, got stuff everywhere all across the sink, this, that, and the other, in the tub. Oh, hold on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, let me, I didn't mean to get up. I mean, anyway. Thank you very much. Because I clean the tub every anyway, week. But still, it's stuff everywhere. I bet you I ain't the only guy that can say that. You go to your woman's side of the sink, they just got stuff everywhere. I, can, I don't understand it. But that's just that's a woman. I can't get mad at that. It's not That's just no. It's a lot of y'all. I, I have hey, a lot of lotions. It's a lot. I like lotions and it's spells, a lot. So they just. They, I guarantee they you, it's ninety eight percent of women. 
go to their bathroom now. Stuff is everywhere. We're gonna put a poll on our social media. Yeah, go 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 to every woman's bathroom. You married husband, help me out. I know I'm telling the truth. So, um, you make it sound like it's like nasty. It's not nasty, but anyway. Well, no, it does not. Go ahead. Okay, but what my point is is you kind of named a number of things that that differentiate between the two. And by the way. I wanted to play in the NBA too, but I was. Yeah, you, you know, can't though. I don't I care what you want to do, you can't do it. Listen, you getting a little bit too high. No, I'm just saying the difference. They understand the I people. Am understanding it's the difference is like ain't even close. Right. Are we talking about the You NBA? want to play football too, and you couldn't. I could have if my dad would have signed a Yeah, but most daddies ain't going to let their little girl do that, hanging with them nasty, grabbing boys. They not, we're not going to allow that. It's just we different. I just want to make sure everybody understands. So don't get mad at your husband and, and wife or whoever you know you with. This, this y'all just different. That's the only point I'm trying to make. Y'all just be just different, and it's cool. It's part of. It's cool. Go ahead. We on the next point or where we at? <laughs> I was gonna let you finish your yeah. your whole tangent because yeah, I had some things to say. But uh, I go ahead. To, go ahead. No, I'm surrendering the floor. No, 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 no. Because I I got a whole bunch to say. So they I, we, I go see. ahead. This is this is no because marriage is hard. And people need to understand this. You're going to give me the floor. So marriage is very difficult, right? And like the foundation of the difficulty, at least one of them, is that I'm I'm upset because you a certain way and I don't get it. Or you upset at me because I'm a certain way and you don't get it. So that's just, I want that to be understood. Like if you don't get that part right, all the rest of it is really a mute point. We just different. And it's cool. Okay. Yes. I think those are great points. Um, and I, I want to kind of, um, put them into buckets. So one of the things that I heard you say is that men and women are just different characteristically, Mm -hmm. just who we are, how we function in the world. Another thing that you said was about like upbringing, what you wanted to be when you were a kid, maybe how it functioned in your house, what was encouraged. Some kids were pushed more into, sports some kids were kind of free to think about whatever some whereas were pushed into um, um the medical field or mm. the business field those things are um you know what is the culture of your upbringing and then what did you see in your home or not see in your home that does impact and influence how you view marriage or relationships whether you are a blended family or a single parent home or a double parent home or um, any other kind of raised by grandparents in foster homes or in foster care. All of those influence how you perceive marriage. And then another thing that you kind of brought up was, you know, with the values of the home. What is what is important in, in that space? Um, I know when I was growing up, some kids got time out. And I would always, I didn't, there were, we didn't have time out in my house. It was... It was discipline in a different way. And we did do groundings, cause, but it was worse when you got them both. Like, you're grounded and. That was, I've never heard of grounding as a kid. For me, what? I never heard of timeout. Them wasn't even, I didn't know what them words I were until I we got 20 something. Oh. Yeah, so I didn't never. I, so anyway, but you're saying the value, I'm agreeing with you, what you're saying, the values between a husband and wife, depending on how they were raised, mm-hmm. could be very different. And how they look at different things, right? You talk about values or even upbringing, um, you know, as a boy, typically, you know what? Don't, don't you cry. You suck that up. Right. Which, which, which makes you different as a, as a man, right? You just don't, 
process emotions the same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? You learn to kind of like, okay, just compartmentalize different things and, and pursue life differently than a, than yeah. a woman. Yeah, yeah. And, and some of those, depending on what area you're discussing, can be extremely mm-hmm. influential in your marriage. So, mm-hmm. like, how you, how you deal with money. Um, yep. We've talked about it before in our shows. Our family handled and discussed money in completely different ways. So when we got together, it was a challenge for us to have the same language, for us to have the same reference even with, what do we do with the pennies all the way up into the paychecks? Like knowing that was a really hard language to, to negotiate. And that's one of the things that make marriage difficult is that you are just different, plain and simple. You are, and it, and it might seem very obvious until you start considering yeah. all the ways in which you were different. If you're, you know, if your dad made you get up, early in the morning on Saturdays and mow the lawn versus the dad that kind of lets you sleep in and play video games. That's a whole different, when I was a kid, video games was like Duck Hunt and Mario. So maybe that was not. So what's up? Yeah. Mario was born. Maybe with that. So, so there are different ways Were you an outside kid, like go outside and play until the streetlights come in on, or was it like, no, we kind of hang out inside and maybe you like to read or do art. And not that these things are mutually exclusive, but they all impact now what the expectation is of my spouse in this space were you made to wash and fold your own clothes these are things that you don't necessarily talk about and before you get married you don't you don't ask like hey how often did you all you know replace your toothbrushes or um who did the laundry in your house or yeah you know what are those things who would sweep the floor if i cook do you do dishes or is it i cook and the do dishes or you just grill or what do we do do we go out to eat a lot um those are what we're talking about is the culture around who you are and then what you bring into the house so and as we kind of talk about the culture of who you are there's also this external culture Mm -hmm. about what society and the world says about relationships yeah i mean i think so it's just as we kind of dig into like why marriage is so hard it's like the idea of marriage at least from, I, I mean, my point of view, and I'm pretty, I don't know if you can throw your three cents in as well, is that it's not celebrated, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the idea of, of marriage and longevity. Don't get me wrong, there's pockets of it. You got it, but you got to go find it. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know what, hey, man, you know what? Michael, Trish, y'all keep doing y'all thing. It's beautiful. You know what I mean? We don't hear that. We hear it some, don't get me wrong. But like, we don't promote it in a societal way as a whole. Like it's some just great thing. Like, oh, you married? Oh, man, well, can you can you, can you get away? Any t-? Like, it's like, it's like that. Oh, them kids, I know. Like, man, I know it must be hard. It's not like, man, y'all doing a blessing to the world. <laughs> like, by showing us what marriage looks like. Like, that's not, society does not approach marriage like that. So then now you got that in the back of your mind or being fed that and the stuff going on that y'all different. Just stuff starts piling on. I'm like, wow, where where am I? Why am I doing this? You start asking yourself, even if it's not publicly, silently. Mm-hmm. Why am I in this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think interestingly, weddings are celebrated more than marriages are. That people will look forward to a wedding. They'll be congratulating the you. Woman, they want to see not people. No, I've I've heard men like, oh man, oh, congratulations! No, no. You just, 
Well, can I tell my story? No, you're saying, we're talking about husband and wife. Most husbands don't look forward to a wedding. They look forward to getting married to you. Okay. You really, you real hype on this topic today. No, no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, I wanted to clarify, I'm like, most husbands are not excited. Are not excited about what? About, about the wedding. You said weddings are celebrated. Okay. And even from a guy standpoint, you're talking about weddings. Like, I don't, I've never been, I don't know many guys, I'm going to a wedding today. Like most guys don't think. I think that, that I think that I think there are a group of guys that are excited about weddings because I have talked to a number okay. of men Fair in enough. the events industry that are excited when they're getting married. I've heard of men wanting to plan the wedding. So I think maybe in the groups that you are in the circles that you run with. Yeah, yeah maybe so that could be not. true. That could be true. But my point was I think that on the whole, a lot of people are more excited about attending or participating in a wedding, whether it's um, a friend or a family member or just getting together. Some weddings feel more like family reunions, hanging out before or after the bachelor or bachelorette party or hanging out through the weekend, whatever, destination weddings. There are a lot of people that get excited about a wedding and then might not necessarily be as excited about the marriage. I remember when I first got married, one of the things that was said to me is enjoy your wedding party because in 10 years, these will not be the same people that are your close comrades. And I remember thinking that that was a super negative, like, why would you say that? And But the reality of it is you're transitioning into a new space. You're becoming something different. Um, in the context of marriage, marriage, and you will still maintain, you know, your relationships if you so choose and they so choose, but the, there are dynamic changes in who you are and how you relate to your spouse and your world that takes some adjusting. I am so thankful, so, so thankful for my friends that recognize that, Hey, if I'm, if I'm out of pocket for a minute, if I'm, you know, in my own space, it's not because I don't care about you. There are some things that I'm trying to figure out. And that happens a couple times in your life. Certainly when you get married, Mm -hmm. certainly when you start having children, um, if you so choose to have children, there are pivot points in your life and you need the kind of relationships and the kind of friendships that are there for you, even as you transition. Um, So in, in saying that, I also agree that society doesn't necessarily celebrate marriage. There is this kind of ball and chain idea attached to, oh man, like you, you giving up the black book or, mm-hmm. oh girl, are you sure? Like you really want to do and generally for a lot of women. It's um, overall, it can be kind of like an exciting thing. There's less of that negative voice, but right, for a right, lot right. of men, I can agree that I have heard like the, Man, you really doing it. You ready to give up all these women out here? Right. Are you ready to you sure you you gonna do this for real? Like you gonna you gonna lock them up? And it may not be up? it may not be necessarily giving up women, but the idea that like you're giving up some freedom. Mm-hmm. Right. The idea of you can't be free, you can't you can't go be your best or do your best in any area of life because you know what, now you gotta gotta tend to this situation. Yeah. I admit I was very scared to get married. Very Scared should be. To People get, should to be. get married, probably irrationally fearful because I was concerned that getting married meant I could no longer be myself, that I could no longer pursue. And I think that that is a miss 
that we as married couples don't communicate enough mm-hmm. of not only is it joyful being married, you know, we can enjoy that, but it's not a loss of personal identity. It's not a loss of who you are. Um, now it's just an evolution of that. And so I think it's, it's often, I know at least in my experience, I was scared. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get married. I'm be this, I'm going to be this and I'm gonna have to do this. And he's going to require this. And then there's going to be, and this was all before I got married. And I was pleasantly and continue to be pleasantly surprised that there is support. So I would urge couples to have these kinds of conversation. What does support look like for you? What is needed in your marriage? Because so often society makes it look like marriage is this, you know, prison that you have now bound yourself in. I remember somebody saying that rings are, um, are what is it when you put your hands behind your back? Um, cuffs, like your rings, like, Mm -hmm. oh man, you're, you're, you're being like weighed down. Like you're cuffed. Like that's it. I think it's actually called like cuff cuffing season and all that. But anyway, so when we look at marriages and one of the things I wanted to bring up as we kind of go to this next topic is oftentimes when we think about, um, couples and, when you think about talking to couples or being part of a couple, a lot of times it's like something's wrong. If you're a part of like a marriage group or a ministry circle or something like that, like if you're getting together, it must be like, uh Oh, y'all all right. <laughs> that, that sort of mentality. So it negates the opportunity to talk. No, I think it just goes back to like, cause it's not celebrated, right? It's not like it's some great thing that people can like say, you know what? Yeah. I'm trying to do marriage the right way. It's like, oh, man, OK, it's like just kind of like a passing, you know, idea of like, OK, they're married. And that's like, like that's it. And like there's nothing like, man, OK, man, how, you know, people not asking how y'all doing. Everything good. You know, the kids, I know it's dynamic. Hey, keep pushing through like that motivation talk is not there. So the idea of going to any kind of marriage group, it's like taboo. You know what I mean? Oh, you only go to marriage group and counseling when you have issues mm-hmm. is the is the thinking, the psychology of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I want to ask you um what would you say then is the purpose? Like, what's the point of being married? Yeah, I mean, I guess we, that's a, that to me, that's a really deep discussion, first and foremost. Because, okay. I mean, people can, like, you know, bounce it off a lot of different ways. Um, but, for, but for us in particular, like, like we, I would go to, I would biblically have to look at what the first marriage looks like. Okay. And that's between, between Adam and Eve, Right. And the idea of Adam, right? Because and God had given Adam say, "Hey, you know what? Here's this. You're in the Garden of Eden. I need you to do this work in this garden, right?" And then it wasn't even within two or three verses below that he said, "I'm gonna give you now. I'll give you a helper." Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm looking at the idea of what marriage looks like, if that's the first, if that's the first marriage, we're gonna agree, at least agree with that. Mm-hmm. The man has some task that he he's doing that he cannot complete on his own. Mm-hmm. And then God provides him a woman to actually help him not just complete that task, but go beyond his responsibilities of making sure it, it can get done. Oof. That's just so like, if I'm looking at what the foundation of a marriage is, it's like, you got to be doing something, at least assigned to do something or want to do something. You ain't playing Xbox. You ain't smoking weed all day. You ain't sitting on the corner. Like you could do like you, you, your mind is like driving you to be something, to do something. And then, you know what, God provides you a helper, this woman, to really help you achieve really what God already had assigned to both of you guys. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, we can go. I can, I can keep going. That's, but that's like, definitely yeah. a whole, yeah, I can, that's a whole thing. <laughs> that's a whole because thing. I know a lot of women feel relegated yeah. to, Talk to, I'm me. just supposed to help you do everything. Mm-hmm. And I lose myself in helping. I've known a lot of women that have, in, in Christian, non-Christian, you know, super educated, not educated, have amended their goals and their dreams and their life mm-hmm. to help their spouse accomplish his and so many times to her detriment. Can I can I simplify it? Maybe it may help both. I'm, I'm willing to listen to you. It this may, is like, it may help. It may help both some... men and women. I think okay. I think it may help. Okay, go. Because I, I understand what you're saying about like a woman, like they hear that and like all oh, help her this that, and the other. They feel I, like mm-hmm. it's some like beneath, right? Mm-hmm. But if if I if I could you know suggest or at least simplify what marriage is, right? Was I believe it's supposed to be according to what what God says? It's like marriage it's it's like you you're putting two people together to be able to do something they couldn't do by themselves so if i'm going to be with somebody with this woman's going to be with this man she's with him to be able to accomplish some things that you know what she couldn't do by herself and vice versa this man is with this woman so because he had some things he had to do that were assigned to him that he couldn't do by himself so really and 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 how i see it, it's really it's both a both helping there's no there's no one versus the other Right. They're both are helping each other achieve each whatever's whatever status, whatever goals, whatever assignment that's been a, that, that they're supposed to do to, to a high level. Because if we're going to use the biblical basis, mm-hmm. I would I I am I need to do some more research on the words, the actual text. Yep. But I would agree with what you just said is that the goal of marriage is that you are put together to accomplish something that you couldn't accomplish separately. That Adam had this job, mm-hmm. but so did Eve. She also was given dominion. Um, so the dominion was given to them. As a matter of fact, I don't believe, and if there are any theologians out there, you know, feel free to talk about it, but I don't believe that there was a distinction until the fall of man, until after the eating the apple or the mango or the Get fruit. Deep. You're on a deep end there of the pool, girl. And at that point, that's the first time I recollect Adam mm. making a distinction saying it was her. Prior to that, it is the we. It is the, this is bone of my Absolutely. bone, flesh yeah. of my flesh. It is us. It was not until then that it, that her was separate, that this job that they had to do was divided Mm -hmm. and now she has these tasks and her burden is this and his burden is that that he'll have to till the land that is his burden and her burden is pain and childbirth this is her burden and she will you know long for her husband or whatever and you know all of these kinds of curses that fell thereafter from a biblical perspective there was division prior to that it is we have dominion we do this thing so i think that oftentimes when we look at marriage it is the division that we recognize the okay well your job is to help me get here as opposed to like okay if i'm doing this there's got to be some reciprocity. There's got to be something that comes up and it's not like, Hey, I'm cooking, cleaning, taking care of children, um, you know, wiping out the car, taking out the clothes, pressing the hair or whatever. And you go to work and come sit down. 
you know, that's a, a super, you know, a hyper dated example. But mm. I think often, at least as I thought about marriage, my fear was this idea of forcibly stopping who I was. Mm-hmm. This I'm hitting this wall. I'm I'm gonna marry somebody someday and he is going to obligate me to in some ways, quote unquote, to to be a good wife even. Even if it's in my own head, nothing that was ever said to me. To be a good wife, that means I have to do this and I have to be this and I have to act this way. And that's just not my personality. So I felt it's like I almost doctrine. had to it's just false it is false doctrine. I mean but, but like it's people false believe societal that, right? expectations. And we talked about marriage is not celebrated because so often as I yeah. looked around in society, I saw these examples of these wonderful women who had dedicated their life and their time to esteeming their spouse. And I, though I wanted a, a spouse to esteem, I did not want that to be the conclusion of my story. So I really struggled with that. If there are anybody, if there's anybody out there that also struggled with that sort of what we saw, um, please let me know. Because one of the reasons I loved the Cosby show growing up um, and the story of the Huxtables is that it was a lawyer and a doctor. She was pursuing, she had her suits on, she had her mm-hmm. hair done, she was going after it. And it was this, you know, I am a huge Felicia Rashad fan. I think that she's amazing. Um, but that finding that kind of powerful woman was really important to me. And to be able to have this identity where I still get yeah. to exist even in marriage and not letting society tell me it wasn't possible. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, it's just the idea of, of us trying to imitate somebody. I think that gets us in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. I see a woman, she may be a good woman, whatever, in their case, you know what? I want to imitate that. I want to be, I want to be something different and that's okay. Right. Cause I mean, I think the first commandment that they were given was to be fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. Right. And the idea of like being fruitful is like being able to produce something, being able to create something that's unique between y'all two that's greater than what you could create beforehand. Mm-hmm. It's like some people like, okay, well, it's what about the kids? But well, everybody can't have kids, so they not being fruitful. Hmm. So the idea is yeah. like, we got to look at fruitfulness as saying, okay, you know what? I'm with this person in order to create and produce something. Wow. And I got to be able to produce something that's on, on a higher level than what I could do on my own. And that's you helping me, me helping you. I'm not, we're not trying to stay static. I got a whole bunch of stuff to say, but I mean, this, I know we got, a, a, you know, maybe a part two, part three or whatever Definitely to this. Definitely a part two, because I want to hear more about this. What you just said about fruitfulness being more than just multiplying and having children. It's multiplying impact and all the other things. We have to come back for a part two, y'all. I know we're at the end of our time, but we thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Make sure that you connect with us on Facebook and Instagram and check out our website for more content and resources, fusemarriages.com. Let's talk about it.